0: It's not a diet, it's a lifestyle, Lifestyle, travel, recipes, interviews, oh so very vegan, the podcast, the podcast, your host, the chief veganologist, Dean Iodisi. Well, happy day to you, this is Dean from Oh So Very Vegan, the podcast, episode three. Today we're going to review a couple books that I just got finished reading, I'm really excited about them. they're just. It's always good to keep educating yourself on an, any topic you're interested in, and I'm a true believer in that. Anything that I get into, whether it's something that I do at work, or it's or it's a special diet, or I just want to learn something, I, I'm a I'm a constant learner. I'm constantly self educating myself. And in the vegan world, there are so many books out there. There's a lot of recipe books, but there are also a lot of great informational books. And I just got finished with two really good ones that I would suggest that if you're a vegan for two weeks, you're thinking about becoming a vegan soon, or you've been a vegan for 30 or plus years or more. These books are great for everybody. The first one is Main Street Vegan by Victoria Moran. Now, When I first heard about this book, I picked it up on the bookshelf, I looked through it and it looked kind of interesting. And I was a I'm an avid listener of Main Street Vegan um, podcast with Victoria Moran, and it's just it, it's been it, it's just a great podcast. If you haven't listened to it, look it up on iTunes. It's it's she does a lot of interviews with a lot of high level people in in the vegan in the vegan space. But her book is really great, and I posted on Twitter oh just about after I finished the book saying that Main Street Vegan the book should be the how-to or guidebook or instruction manual for going and staying vegan. It really takes a real world approach, which is really what I like. She's not judgmental. She's not vegan police status. Victoria just cuts it down to the least common denominator and basically talks to the new vegan and the, the longtime vegan alike. And so what I like what i really like about the book is how it breaks down each chapter into a different area of, of becoming vegan there's chapters on animal um, activism there's cha- there's chapters on supplements there's chapters on there's the whole chapter on protein and, and nutrition and it's a really a a great read it's one of them books that you'll you'll pick it up and hardly ever put it down so i would definitely two things to learn from this i would definitely pick up victoria's book main street vegan you can pick it up on amazon she has a new book coming out later this year called The Good Karma Diet. I'm really excited about that, and I, I can't wait to read it. And um, I spoke to Victoria, and I'm going to have her on the show about the time of her book release to talk about what what the book's all about and, and where they're going with it. But Main Street Vegan is a fantastic book. You need to pick it up, and it, it's just a great read. The next book is it's a gentleman I met. Um, at I, I attended Main Street Vegan Academy, and there I had the opportunity to meet John Joseph. And John Joseph is one heck of a character. And so this is the type of guy where you're either going to love him or you're going to hate him because... And the only reason you're going to hate him is because you're going to be offended by him. So if you're, if you're sensitive to um, the F-bomb dropping every now and then, you're probably not going to want to read his book because he is a real-world, tell-it-like-it-is street-smart vegan writer. and It's a fabulous book and the name of the book is Ready For This. Now, if this offends you, Getting Offended could start at the t- title of this book. It's Meat Is For Pussies. So girls, I know there's a lot of women who, who read the blog and who read, who are active on our Facebook page and so it's, it's funny because, in just to step aside for a second, when i attended the main street vegan academy there was oh god there was about 17 people in the class two were men myself and another gentleman the rest were women and what what i was told there was this is a lot of men for this for this class we usually just have one or none so and when i look at the statistics across our facebook page 85% of our readers are women and so that's a very interesting statistic and i think it has to do with men are stubborn. They are. They don't want to be told what to do or how to do things. And when it comes to veganism, there's a lot of men who are vegans. let's face it. There's just an enormous amount of women. And so, Meat is for Pussies is really designed for, it's great for any vegan to read, right? Or anybody who's, especially anyone who's becoming, thinking about vegan, but it's really great. It makes a great Christmas gift or holiday gift this year for your spouse because if, if for you're a man, your husband or your, your boyfriend or whatever, because men tend to think that they need protein and meat and chicken and red meat to build muscle mass and that um, salad, all, all vegans eat are salads and we know that that couldn't be further from the truth and the reality is John Joseph in his book really tears that apart. And he's, he features a lot of USC, UFC fighters in his book and a lot of Ironman triathlons. And that's what John Joseph is. He's an Ironman triathlete. But his life story is what will, will capture you with the first chapter and will not let you go until you get to the very end of the book. Because this guy, is about he's 51 years old, but he had one of the hardest lives I have ever heard. I sat there when I met him and he told his life story. And then, of course, again, he tells it in the book. But he was—he uh, spent a lot of his time in foster homes, being abused, um, then thrown into the streets of New York, turned to drugs, was in shootouts, was arrested. It Just—it's like uh, when you when you hear the story and when you read the story, you're like, "Hell's no, this is not true." It's unbelievable what he overcame and what changed him to turn vegan because he was like a gangbanger from the streets of New York. What changed him was music. He got involved with a punk rock band, and they basically took, them, took him under, his, under their wing and said, listen, we want you to stay with us, we want you to roll with us, we want you to be our bodyguard, but you're going to have to give up smoking, alcohol, drugs, and meat. Isn't that crazy? Think about that. S- give up smoking, bad for you, alcohol, bad for you, cocaine or drugs, bad for you, and meat give up meat. They classified meat with these three other or four other items that are bad for you. And he did it. He quit it all. He went on the road with them. Today, John is the lead singer of a punk rock band called the Crow mags He's 51 years old. He's in tip-top shape. He does three to four Ironman triathlons a year. He's a rock star. This guy, this book is a life Changer. I'm buying four copies of this book for people who work for some guys who work in my office who are just kind of like on the fence whether they should eat a plant based diet or continue to eat meat because they're they they've been swayed and 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 told different things that you know you need red meat. This book is a life changer. So meat is for pussies. I love the title. So so offensive. You can pick it up at Amazon. And it's just a great read. Girls, pick it up for your boyfriends or your husbands. And and once they read it, it's just an eye-opener. I mean, he, he touches on everything. Animal welfare, the government, the medical industry, the fast food industry, everything. He doesn't call himself a vegan. Although he is, he does not use any animal products in his life or in his diet. He associates the vegan name as a negative, um, as, as something negative. People say, oh, you're vegan, and they shy away, and that's unfortunate, and I think that a lot of that's happening. You know, I've, the last couple days, I've been thinking a lot about the word vegan. I've been a vegan now, as if you've listened to my podcast or read the blog at all, you know for about two and a half years, and I tagged myself with the name vegan. Why? Because I decided I wasn't going to use animal byproducts anymore on my clothing, in my life, or in my food. So that makes me a vegan. But here I am tagging myself as something that has so much negativity surrounded to it. And even on our Facebook page... When I post things about people who are using a vegan diet, um, people, we just did a a blog post on the site actually a couple months ago, but reposted it on our Facebook page this week called the 80-20 Vegan. And this is a longtime guy who I met who has been a vegan for 35 years. And he calls him, he refers himself as an 80-20 vegan. He says 80% of the time he's a good vegan, 20% of the time he's not. And so when he says he's not, it's because he has he drives a five-series BMW that you cannot get non-leather seats for. He earns a good salary, he likes a luxury car, he knows it's bad for animals, but he likes the vehicle. So twice a year he tells me that he has a piece of fish. And so I posted that on the page. And there's two types of people on our Oso oh Very Vegan Facebook page: there are diehard vegans. And there are people who live a vegan and li- live a vegan lifestyle and eat a vegan diet, but they understand that from time to time stuff happens, and so they're accepting of that. And some of the comments we received on the post were, "That's cool," you know. Eighty percent of the time, he's saving lives. He's doing more than the next person. But then there's a couple comments from the diehards that are like, "He's not vegan. He's vegetarian. Vegans da da da." And it's, it's starting to get to the point where I'm almost ready to say I'm, a, I'm on a plant-based diet and not tagging myself as vegan because of the negativity that follows along with it. And I would love to get some feedback on this. And I'm sure the diehard vegan police are going to point fingers at me and say, well, you're not a real vegan then, but I don't wear animal byproducts. And I don't have leather stuff. And I don't eat meat. And I don't eat any animal byproducts. By definition, I am a vegan, but I'm getting to the point where I don't want to classify myself as that. I don't want to tag my life. I just eat a plant-based diet. And so what is that going to start up? Are the diehard vegans going to point fingers at me and say, well, you're not vegan then. But how can I not be vegan if I do everything that is vegan, but I'm just not tagging myself as vegan? In this gentleman's case, 80% of the time he's vegan, 20% of the time he's not, Okay. So he drives the car with leather seats, and twice a year he eats fish. He may be vegan for health reasons. There are two types of vegans. I truly believe that. It's not you're either vegan or you're not. I don't believe that. I don't believe that at all. And when I talk about this stuff, I get the finger pointed at me. You're either vegan or you're not. And I don't find that to be true. If you can do a whole lot better than the next person, the guy who's consuming meat all day, um, who wears leather shoes? Who wears fur? Who who wears silk? Who just goes out of their way to buy animal products and eat animal products? They are not a vegan, but a person who eats a vegan, a hundred percent clean vegan diet doesn't veer off at all. Doesn't even use honey. Doesn't buy any leather or animal um, animal byproduct clothing, but has leather seats in their car because maybe they've been driving the car for a couple years before they became vegan or have leather furniture in their house that, you know, was there before they became vegan. Can you point at this person and say, hey, they're not vegan? That's bull. It's not true. So that's why I think John Joseph, although he is a hardcore vegan, I mean, he's a, you know, he's one of the protester guys. He doesn't, if, if you're doing harm to animals, he's in your face. But he does not classify himself as a vegan because of the negativity that follows the, the, the vegan word. He mentions the word vegan one time in his book. And he says this. I do not use that, le- that word, that five-letter word, V-E-G-A-N, vegan, because of all the negativity that follows it. I practice a plant-based diet. And so I'm thinking of tagging myself as plant-based. And so sorry to get off on a tangent there. Getting back to the book, Meat is for Pussies, fantastic read. Girls, buy it for your husbands and boyfriends or fiancés or best friends. And um, women, it's a great read for you too. If you're thinking about becoming vegan, I would definitely pick up these two books. They're great starters and they're great books for if you've been vegan for several years. So that's it for today. I mean, oh so very vegan. It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. We really enjoy and appreciate the time you spend with us. We know your time is valuable and taking out 15 minutes of your time to, to listen to our podcast. We really appreciate it. Visit us over at the Facebook page. Give us a like. Join the community. Be part of the movement. And again, we'll see you next week. Thanks so much.